beautiful legends and welcome to Bloomed Force Healing Podcast episode 309 in which in quick summary I will tell you as I promised what happened yesterday where we were and uh, what an interesting place as well as people we've met uh, and also I'll tell you what comes on top of it because we've met those people second time uh, this year and there is something related to them that we are planning to do as well as the standard update uh, about this particular Monday because Bloom Force Healing is a journal project where I try to keep myself accountable and build core habit that will last for as long as I need it because some of you probably uh, might feel it uh, might be in the similar place where you procrastinate a lot or you have troubles in keeping some habits or routines uh, or just general kind of uh, structure in your life going uh, you're still smart people uh, very much and you do a lot of interesting things you probably have uh, amazing skills and you might be actually fulfilling a lot of things in your life but you lack that structure and planning and every time maybe you do it or try to do it for a long time it actually doesn't last long at least this is what happened in my life for I could say four decades let's say exclude uh, my childhood up to 10 years old let's see in the three decades of my life I used to be and I am still kind of mess in terms of planning or structuring my life so this project I started on September 19 2022 and it's ongoing since I write the blog post every single day and then I record the podcast episode every single day as well so they go in pair each one is underpinning each and so far so good I didn't fail a single one this is as I mentioned at the beginning episodes 309 so you can quickly deduct that there is 309 days streak ongoing strong all right so let's rewind a little bit uh, to yesterday because yesterday update was very very short and the blog post was also more of a teaser what happened so as usual on sunday we try and in general in the weekends we try to go somewhere interesting and preferably something someplace new because you know we'd like to discover new places get new experiences and expand on our knowledge around the area and what is available in case we ever want to go to specific area with specific features like you know going to the beach is too broad and if you know different beaches and you know how busy they are what is the shape of them and 
from which side the wind might be blowing in or you know how far they are from amenities it's easier to decide when you just when you when you want to go to the particular big beach with some you know specific features and that applies to any place for example if we want to go for a hike it's better to know if we want to challenge ourselves and go in the wild and get to some peak or we actually want to spend time together and just walk through the forest or maybe do the cliff walk or things like that and obviously the more places you know the more options you have predictable enough to go somewhere especially if the weather is not perfect and you can still get that lonely feeling and experience and some time ago i don't recall exactly it was a couple of months ago probably two or three months ago it was still probably late winter time or early spring when we visited the region of port Mablach. it's north county donegal so north uh, part of uh, irish republic and these are most north most northern areas uh, that are the most exposed to the atlantic ocean from north and we were actually visiting some uh, some specific beach no actually we were planning to go to the place called hornhead which is kind of end of the of that area in particular on the map if you look at the ireland look for the port nablach or just hornhead if you type it in in google you will see how northmost it is obviously it's not the most northern uh, point of ireland in general but it's one of them it's basically those areas where you are really exposed to the atlantic only and the next land if you go further north is probably iceland so these areas are re really usually a very rough places but it makes them beautiful because they have cliffs uh, those areas are usually very much kind of battered by the ocean over you know centuries or millennia or you know millions of years and the shape of them their beauty is can be seen in many movies that you watch documentaries like you know, on national geographic or even in the movies they use ireland a lot uh, in big productions like game of thrones or uh, star wars etc so you know there's a lot of beauty around that you can get within a reasonable distance and we were aiming to go to hornhead get a hike and check one specific place in portnablach there's just a small village which is kind of a more of a summer village where people have the you know summer home or holiday homes uh, and it's not far from Dunfanachy, which is a bigger town which is more touristic i would say more developed 
of a town rather than just a village. And in Port Nablach, because I uh, follow a lot of people that are hiking and traveling a lot around Ireland and discovering places as well, so that community kind of brings you a lot of ideas where to go. And in Port Nablach specifically, there is a small beach that is hidden and kind of covered by the pier and uh, other structures to prevent waves from the raw ocean to get in and, and destroy the beach and destroy the, the area. Uh, there is a lot of fishermen boats uh, and that stuff. And there is a pier, as I mentioned. And on that pier, there is a mobile or kind of, uh, if you ever seen saunas, like the small wooden saunas where you can get a heat uh, and, and steam uh, to kind of uh, shock your body and improve your circulation. So, you know, we are, we are used to saunas in either gyms or spas or we really hear about them in northern countries like Scandinavia that were, were more prevalent than in in other countries but saunas here are taking kind of a huge popularity especially mobile saunas so people are buying small garden saunas like the in the shape of barrels that they just stand there you can go in uh, you have like a little fireplace. They're usually wooden, uh, wood-fired saunas. So you just heat it with the fireplace. You have stones that are getting that heat and you just pour water over to get the steam out of it. And you sit there and enjoy it. And obviously, if you want to get the full benefits of that, there are protocols to get out of the sauna and immediately go into the cold water, preferably ice bath if you have uh, that ability if not just the cold water just to cool yourself quickly down stay in that cold water and then go back to sauna for another uh, specific time and then do that again usually three or four times uh, within an hour it's it's kind of protocol so we wanted to test it because that mobile sauna was uh, standing at the at the pier it was available for booking so we booked the actual slot with uh, with the owners and we wanted to do the hike and then go for that lovely sauna but eventually we were too late for a hike and we decided to go straight to sauna and we met uh, amazing people uh, their owners Eli and Claire they are just you know <coughs> regular sorry people that love nature and uh, they have their kind and amazing souls that decided to start their own business in making that sauna available for other people and because Port Nablach Pier is quite convenient you have that sauna and then you have uh, stairs and a couple of ladders where you can get to the water you can swim and then you can go back to the sauna it's it's a perfect combination because Atlantic Ocean is usually very cold out there we didn't know if the kids can go in there. It's usually not really allowed unless, you know, under adult supervision and with the 
waiver or uh, you know assigned uh, kind of responsibility or accountability for anything that will be happening on the on the parent side and we had a chat and it turned out that they are fine if, if we take care of Julian and make sure that he'll be uh, you know he'll be supervised that he can go in there so we booked all three of us to the sauna and at that time slot because it's a communal sauna so you can be at the same time with other people let's say i think there's about six to eight places so at single hour there might be about eight people uh, using that sauna but we were fortunate that we came quite late uh, afternoon and there was no booking so we had all sauna for just to ourselves which was brilliant so that was lovely experience julian didn't like it because of the you know he, he never been into that kind of place where you know you need to adjust the breathing you need to get used to that and accept the fact that it's harder to breathe in the steamy and hot area and obviously you need to leave it when you don't feel uh, comfortable and then go back so that was our first test and we had a lot of neat conversation with them uh, about the, the business itself told them that we were actually pursuing that idea and planning a lot when we arrived here in Donegal uh, last year so it's still in our head but we never kind of materialized that idea or business and they were already kind of in the business so they could tell us a lot of things and obviously we weren't in the area after that too many times we were in the arts forest but it's still a bit of way to Port Noblar uh, and we kind of didn't visit that until last Sunday yesterday and yesterday we planned better and decided to go to the Hornhead do the hike and come back to the sauna uh, specifically for my wife I wasn't planning and myself and Julian we just wanted to enjoy the waves and maybe run around, around the beach and explore a little bit while she could use the sauna and we actually managed to get to Hornhead and Hornhead believe me it's an it's an amazing place so basically you get to the point uh, where there is a car park and it's probably about two kilometers walk if you want to see the the whole kind of peninsula or kind of end of that uh, area so there's a little bit of descent then it's a little bit of bogland and once you climb back up you're at the end you're gonna feel like it's the end of the world the views are just amazing you know the it's about 170 between 170 and 180 meters high so in feet it's probably about between 55 and 60 feet uh, if I'm correct I think the one foot is about 30 centimeters so it's it's more than 60 feet high of a cliff uh, and the cliffs I might I, I might say because all the area has no access to the water that you can safely get uh, or the sand it's all kind of rough and destroyed by the ocean and 
the cliffs are pretty much straight down with a couple of arches, the, the rock arches uh, that you can see from, from the top. The views, the, the natural kind of creations of that ocean are amazing. And on top of that, uh, kind of cliffs and that uh, area are ruins of old uh, Napoleonic uh, watchtower. So there were like a little castle or kind of uh, guards tower. Well, not so little. It was quite a squarish building, uh, solid building made of stone. Obviously now only two, three walls are still standing. Obviously the top is completely down because there were wooden elements to that. But the great thing about it is it's not guarded with fence uh, that you can only, you know, watch it. And uh, it has that artificial feel like you go to the museum and you can't really, well, I don't mean you need to touch anything, but when you have all those obstructions like the fences and, you know, plates or labels it it feels just not right and Irish government decided to not guard it so it's something you can actually access you can get in you need to be careful because that might uh, still kind of collapse uh, some of the stones might fall down so you need to be careful but not only it's a beautiful location itself but that tower was in that spot and you can sit down you can even have a picnic there if you have you know some food uh, if it's sunny and it was sunny at the time we were in it wasn't that windy so you can sit there and relax you can enjoy a really uh, a great time there and that's the one of the points of interest while the other one is if you go a little bit further behind the the tower to the end of the crawl he had sorry I mixed up there is a crawly head that's a separate thing if you if you're interested about crawly head you can search it uh, in on my blog it's c-r-o-h-y uh, if you look at into that you will find the post from there that's a separate area it's a horn head and where we got to the to the point where that uh, horn head was ending or was limited access there were fencing there to not allow people to go any further because there was just a little bit of land left but it was very unstable and subject to you know uh, uh, many risks so the area that was accessible was risky enough for people uh, and i guess you know government didn't want to uh, be responsible for too many uh, recoveries because we can't say uh, rescues rescue is about a living person if you fell down from there there's no rescue it's just a recovery of the body because it's pretty much straight down about 150 160 meters at least so there's no way really you can survive unless some miracle happens and down there, there are only rocks and rough waves. There's nothing to protect you in terms of, you know, a calm place in the ocean where you could, you know, survive or get out. It's, it's 
is all the roughest you can get uh, in this place. But we got there, it's about 172 meters, I think, when I checked on my app. Uh, I checked the elevation based on the triangulation from the cellular network. So it's quite high. I have the fear of heights, which I still which I'm still battling in, in many places like that. But I also love that excitement and that, you know, risky places to, to watch them. So it, it goes in pair. While I have fear, I have more interest in going to those places and kind of excitement. So I'm battling, I'm using that to battle my fear of heights uh, and get it maybe someday. Uh, away from my head anyway we completed that route and got back to the car so that took us uh, a little bit of time we got probably four and a half kilometers forward and back and and then we went down to Dunfanahi which is that touristic town we sat down in uh, Lizzie's restaurant but it was very busy and we felt like there's not much care given uh, about the people there, especially that we were sat in the neighboring pub or bar. So, you know, it was very loud. Uh, it wasn't kind of, I would say, family friendly type of thing or not a restaurant at all. While Lizzie's is a, is a kind of proper eating place they are door to door with bar and they kind of cooperate if there's no spaces in Lizzie's you go to the bar and they will serve you food but we spent there probably half an hour uh, before we decided to just leave because we only got menus and nobody was kind of attending this, this place so we didn't want to wait for two reasons first we were hungry and second the last available slot in the cocoon sauna uh, was available at 8 p.m so we were closing in on that and we wanted to eat then we had still about three four kilometers to drive to portablach and obviously book a sauna so we got out of Lizzie's or the the oyster bar and we headed to the place that i suggested initially which was the rusty oven and I must say that this place is a hidden gem in Dunfanahi. Pizzas are, are made fresh. Uh, you can see how they make them. And they are properly uh, oven, well, not oven really. They are, uh, you know, wood fire baked. So they, they have proper, uh, you know, place to, to bake them. And the, the whole ingredients and, and the taste of the dough is was amazing the sitting is kind of unusual because it's it's kind of a slightly rustic uh, hipster place i would say because uh, uh, you know it's not the regular restaurant that you would get we were sitting outside we had like a, a little blankets to to, to make sure that we are not getting cold from the wind blowing in from time to time and yeah that place I can recommend totally if you are ever in Ireland and in Dunfanachy, go to the Rusty Oven because 
it's a great place to eat, especially if you're a fan of pizza. Uh, after we ate the pizza, we headed to Portnovlai. And indeed, uh, first I couldn't find Eli and Claire, the owners. It seemed like there is somebody in the sauna, but obviously I didn't want to look into the sauna and uh, disturb people there. But also I was expecting to, to meet Eli or Claire closer to the van that they have there, but there was nobody to be found and the 8 p.m. was approaching. But for some reason, one of the older uh, tourists was interested what that building, small building that sauna is. And he looked into the window and Claire came out. It turned out that they were actually using their own sauna because it was free uh, and they didn't have clients. So I asked them if they still have that 8 p.m. Uh, slot available so we could get Elizabeth in. And obviously they were happy to see us. We, we were happy to see them. We had a nice chat. Elizabeth went in and enjoyed the sauna while we, Julian and myself, we were kind of roaming around the beach and exploring rocks and amazing waves. The waves were huge. It was actually closing on the high tide, the highest point. So there was a lot of water that came in in, the, in that hour or hour and a half that we were in Portabla. It was amazing sunset. As you, if you want to see, I uh, posted a couple uh, of pictures in the blog post. The link is in the description of the podcast. Or you can just go to www.bluntforcehealing.com and you will find the blog. The pictures are there. So we were having sunset. My wife was sitting in the sauna and looking at the sunset and the beautiful ocean while we were kind of running with Julian and exploring place and observing when the waves were crashing against those kind of uh, concrete guards of the of the bay which was guardings or whatever you call them like the little walls of concrete that are protecting like a pier but you can't you shouldn't really walk on them especially when the the ocean is rough because they are breaking waves maybe they are wave breakers i don't know <coughs> Sorry. So yeah, so we spent lovely time there and we had a amazing chat. They remembered us obviously and we remembered them. So uh, they were interested uh, how are we pursuing our sauna because you know, they want to add us to the group of people that are kind of owners to work together and you know, exchange the experiences about the, the areas, etc. So. It was an amazing time. We finished up very late and we were back home yesterday around 11 p.m. So it was very, very late. That's why I made a short post, a short episode and promised to deliver the whole description today about what happened yesterday. It's 27 minutes in, so I need to wrap up because Spotify only allows 30 minutes uh, of an episode so the only update that's left from today is basically our day we didn't do much uh, in the morning I was in the bank in Letterkenny I took the day off to sort paperwork around the potential purchase of a house uh, rest of the day I spent kind of uh, 
recovering from uh, from a late night sleep uh, when I was preparing some uh, some documents yesterday or overnight and then in the evening we went for a great walk uh, all together the family walk with Julian uh, at the sunset so it was also kind of nice touch for the rest of the day yeah so I'll be updating you about the sauna thing if we get to the point to uh, to buy buy it and I will probably do a lot of videos around it and maybe some advice for those that want to buy it and place it on the channel for now we're focusing on the purchase of the house and then we'll go for sauna business all right guys that was a long one probably the one of the longest we are approaching 29 minutes so I won't be risking it thanks a lot for coming first second if you're watching up until now it's half an hour of your life and your precious time so I really appreciate you coming here and spending that time with me and I hope to see you again uh, next time be it tomorrow or maybe after a couple of days I can assure you I will be here tomorrow because this is a journal and blog that happens daily so both blog post and episode comes every day once again thank you very much for coming and see you again hopefully tomorrow